can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome back to another episode of Through the Lens with Darren and Tracy. And uh, I'm in my two-week slump of movies that I really didn't want to see coming off of the heels of Paw Patrol, which <laughs> I still think about all the time and why it didn't make any sense to me. Um, and I can't see a t-shirt without being like, how do these dogs drive cars? So we saw that last week. What do we watch this week, Tracy? Candyman. And uh, it's a, I guess it's a scary movie. It's yes. a horror movie. And that's not my bag. I like comic book movies and action movies, maybe some comedies. But horror is not really my thing, scary movies. So I was... A little nervous to see it. We did purposely didn't see it on Friday night or Thursday night because we were we didn't want to see it in the dark. So we're seeing it yes. Sunday morning. So sorry this review is a little late, but this was for our own mental well being that we did this. We're being selfish here. Yeah. So uh, let's get the stats out of the way, Tracy. How long is Candyman? What's it rated? Uh, it's rated R. Yes. And we are checking IDs at the Strand. And it is one hour and 31 minutes. And we'll get out of the way now. There is no end credit scene. No end credit scene. So you can leave after the ending. Um, So let's go into Candyman. So uh, would you call it a sequel or a reboot? I would call it... Soft reboot? The way that they describe it on IMDb is a spiritual sequel. Yeah, it's like a sequel, but not like straight up like this is the next thing that happens. It's kind of like takes some of the elements. But there's an earlier movie. When did the first Candyman come out? First Candyman came out in 1992. So this is where we're going to be a very good service to you. So I remember Candyman was a big thing when it came out, but I did not see it. I was a little probably too young to enjoy it. I didn't like scary movies. So I did not see the first Candyman, but you obviously have. I saw the first Candyman, and I remember being scared, like not sleeping with the lights off for a week scared. And Candyman's kind of interesting because, I mean, I always viewed it as kind of like another nightmare in Elm Street, Halloween, but it never really spawned a bunch of sequels or anything. It just kind of came out, people know about it, and then it kind of went away. Yeah, it was an urban legend in, in the projects of Chicago. Cabrini Green, yo! Yes, and if you say his name five times in a mirror, he's going to come and kill you. And I'm glad it's five because I thought it was three, and now I know I have two extra times to not say it. Because I was, I, for some reason, there's another yeah. thing that's three, right? I, Bloody I thought Mary it was three. three. Yeah, I, so I thought it was three. You get two, two extra times. So basically, that's the shtick. It's a horror movie. You say this creepy dude's name five times, and, it, and he comes out and basically kills you. So um, let's talk a little bit about who's in it. We always do that first. Okay, so most of the people in the movie you have seen before but there's only a handful of people of note so the first one is yaya abdul mateen the second now who was that in the movie he's the lead guy and you told me and i recognize it after you said it. he's in the tv version of watchmen yeah he's in the hbo version of the watchmen which by the way was really good i know we got on tangents sometimes but then so. i looked and he was in us who is he in Us? I don't know. I kind of want to look at that again. Okay. Well, and, okay. What's the connection there? Who, who made this movie? Jordan Peele. Let's go to Jordan Peele. He, he started out as Key and Peele. He was a comedy guy. He made, oh, what was it? Was Us and Get Out. Get Out was his breakout thing. Yes. But Jordan Peele is not the director. He is the producer. He goes around and pitches the movie to studios so that they'll pick it up. And I think he, he got script writing credit. There was three people who got script writing yes. credit. Yes. He, uh, another guy whose name I forget, and then um, 
Nia DaCosta, who is the director. And um, to my knowledge, she hasn't really done anything before this. I think she may have been a protege of Jordan Peele's, but she is directing the upcoming The Marvels. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like so, Marvels as in like Captain Marvel sequel? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, in, I'm all in then. Yeah, you're uh, all in. Comic Jor- book stuff. Jordan Peele is interesting because as I said, he got his sketch comedy was where he broke out, but he's kind of becoming a name for like, I don't want to say horror, but kind of suspenseful, creepy, maybe scary movies. Like yeah. Get Out was kind of a gender genre bending thing. Yes. Us kind of Us genre bending. was weird, but good. And this one, I thought it was pure horror, but it's, it's I don't know, it wasn't like a horror horror. It kind of was. It was like psychological too. Yeah, because they talked about other stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. The, all the art talk was weird. So anyway, um, is there anybody else famous you want to go about in this movie? There's one thing about the the lead guy. He is in the upcoming Matrix Four, Matrix Resurrections. Are you excited about that? I am super excited about that. I love the first one. I lived through the second too. The second one was good. Third was one was a. Uh, I mean. It, It's Keanu. Oh, is he back? He's back. All right. I'm going to withhold judgment. But obviously, if you've seen a movie in the last 20 years, it's stolen from The Matrix. The bullet time. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was... I remember when The Matrix came out, it blew my mind. It It, was that good. It blew my mind. And hopefully, they have some tricks up their sleeves for this one because it's got to blow my mind. Are the Wachowskis back? I know we're not even... One of the Wachowskis. Yeah, one of the Wachowskis. I got nervous because Speed Racer they did was really bad. Like, I don't know if they have their magic anymore, you know? But Well, we'll see. So, anyway, anyone else you want to talk about in this movie? Um, the wife, um, Tiana Paris, she's in the upcoming The Marvels with the director. But I think her breakout role was a little-known indie film called If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, that's got buzz. That's like a real movie. Yeah, that was a real, okay. a real movie. So yeah. anybody else? I didn't know anybody in this movie, really, except for... Someone we're not going to talk about, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. Um, and I think, I don't want to say this, but Peel usually has people who you don't super know in the movies. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean. Usually his movies make stars of people, and the lead guy is on his way because he's breaking out everywhere. So um, let's talk about the plot of this movie, Tracy, without getting into it. But okay. we talked about what the Candyman is. Yep. Um, there, you talked about spiritual successor. I had not seen the first one, so I was a little lost. But they kind of make it obvious. They talk about things that happened in the past. I assume that was referencing the first movie. Yes. So they they kind of build it up as like he's going to the library, he's figuring stuff out, and they kind of tell you the legend of the Candyman. I assume a lot of that's from the, a movie before. Yes. I didn't feel like I needed to see it because they basically just told it to you, like because it was like the story was now that earlier movie yeah and they they used a really cool way to do that they used um marionettes with black and white photography which it it looked like shadow boxing or something yeah it was i thought it was really cool how they did that it was kind of cool it was kind of creepy but not scary it was just kind of like it just looked kind of like made you feel uncomfortable but told you what it wanted to do yes i i thought it was kind of weak at first but they kept doing it and i kind of liked it yeah and it did look like the guy yeah like they did a good job with it it's like a paper cutout with a shadow on the back so yep. that was an interesting effect yeah i thought so um so i didn't feel i needed to know about it now you hadn't seen Candyman in a while no Had i you? hadn't seen it in a while but there were certain things that that came up 
And I'm like, I kept telling Darren, oh, that's in the first one. Or I remember that from the first one. So so I'm guessing if you saw the first Candyman or you love Candyman, you will love the, I don't want to call them Easter eggs, but just the references. Yep. And that's why I think it's not a reboot. It's kind of a sequel, but not really like, you didn't need to know anything about the first movie because they tell you everything. You don't need to know anything about the first movie, but I think if you want to really enjoy this to the nth degree, it might be a good idea to see it first again because right. i would like to see the first movie again and see this again tracy literally said to me as we were walking out i want to see the first one and then i want to see this one again and i was like i don't know about that tracy but <laughs> more power to you so it must mean you like it so did you like the plot because i know it went a different direction so I, I don't think there's a spoiler the guy the main guy is like an artist and he stumbles upon the myth of the candy man yes uh, did you like that plot i i did i i enjoyed the movie and a lot of it, I, I think you could figure out where it was going before it got there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so here's my thought on most scary movies. Scary movies are made on the backs of really dumb decisions. So there were like a couple points when early on the main guy made a really dumb decision. When we're like, why would you do that? Yeah. And there's a couple more times you're like, well, why don't you go do this? Or... There was like at least four just really bonehead decisions that he made. I'm like, if you just did the other direction, this movie wouldn't have been happening this way, which I guess is that would be no fun. The movie would be shorter. But um, he wasn't not likable, but he just did stuff. And I was like, nobody would do that. Yeah. I don't know. Did you agree? Yes. Like the fence. Like, why would you jump Yes, that why fence? would you do that in broad daylight? Yeah. And so uh, the other thing that kind of confused me for a while was the bees, but they explained that later. If you yes. haven't seen the first one, you're like, what's the deal with the bees? Yeah. But, um, so... I, it wasn't so bad like an alien, the newer alien one where he's like, hey, look at this thing. And then the thing grabs him in the face. Yeah. It wasn't that bad, but it was just like, come on, man. You got to be smarter than that. Yeah. So um, I also felt like while you could definitely tell the direction the movie was going from the very beginning, it had probably two really good twists. Yes. And one you kind of could see halfway through, but not as – I didn't see it at the very beginning. I saw – yes. You saw that earlier? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but I, Peel's kind of, he's not an M. Night guy, but he always kind of comes in with a little twist or a little swerve at the end. He yes. did it this time. And that, yeah. You're so right. I, I liked that about it. Yeah. Um, there was enough slasherness to it that it was definitely a horror movie, but it wasn't like all it's based on his cool ways of killing people. That's what I feel like the Friday the 13th became like, oh, how can we kill this guy? Well, yeah. And what's different with this movie than with like Friday the 13th and, 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 you know, Nightmare on Elm Street is that, in Nightmare on Elm Street and on Friday the 13th, they show all the killings, like every gruesome way you can think of killing somebody. And in this movie, they didn't actually show everyone being killed, like all the blood and slasherness. They just showed some of it, which I think was a better choice. It's kind of like Jaws where they held the shark back a lot. Yeah. And they also showed um, a lot of blood, but it was like dripping blood and the person's dead off screen. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. And there was one scene with a mirror. Well, the whole thing's about mirrors, but yeah. the, you saw glimpses of what was going on. Yes. I thought that was a cool cinematography. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other cinematography, you mentioned the, mirror, the uh, shadow box thing. I really kind of like the weird city fog thing they did, kind of at the beginning, and they came back to it a couple times with the yes. skyscrapers. Yes. Completely unnecessary to the plot, but just looked cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I didn't know if I really bought into the whole art guy thing, but it kind of circled back to make more sense later yeah, on. Yeah, it did make more sense. I mean, you know, there's, there's some um, social commentary about 
art and race and, and gentrification um, because Cabrini Green is no longer Cabrini Green anymore. Yeah, I think it, I don't want to speak ignorantly, but I think when I went to school in Chicago, Cabrini Green was there. Yeah. It, it's not that gone, long gone, right, Tracy? I don't think it's long gone. Because uh, I remember we talked about Cabrini Green, and yep. you know, so I think that, that legend was there. How, did you, how did that stuff land for you? The social, so I didn't get any of the art commentary. I thought that was just like word salad, but... But the social commentary, how did that land for you? You probably have a little bit more of a fine sense of that than well, movie guy me. without giving anything away, the social commentary that was throughout the film really didn't hit me either way or the other except till the end. Got you at the end. Okay, I see you. You see? So I agree with you there, but let's talk about the end without any spoilers. Okay. I didn't like it. It just kind of felt like it didn't land for me. The part that you're talking about, Landon, but just like the end was like, wait, that's the end? Like, no, but that's the whole thing. It's, okay. I, I, we no, can't you can't say, say it, but did you like it? I did. It was satisfying to you? It was satisfying to me, yes. Now, would you say I'm stupid for not being satisfying? I, did I miss something, no. or is it a matter of taste? I think it's a matter of taste, and let's just say urban legends and... Um, Urban legends can't keep going through the generations unless there's all witness. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And I guess they need some ambiguity? Yes. Okay. So I like I like things that are tied up in bows a little bit too much. And it, it, yeah, it's, you do. It, it, it wasn't bows. So no, I, I, okay. and it's Jordan Peele. I mean, he you doesn't know, usually do that. He doesn't do that. So. All right, so I will take that point. That's why I asked you. I value your opinion. Only in this matter, not in comic book movies. I'm the expert. Right, you're the um, expert in comic So you like the ending. I did like the um, ending. What, I talked a little bit about the blood and stuff camera. Did you feel it was the right amount of violence for a scary movie? Yeah, I mean, it, it gets every, every bit of an R rating because they're... There were a couple places where we both winced and said, ooh. and Yeah, and, and his arm. I was like, dude, come on, bro. Get that checked out. Yeah, yeah get that checked out. <laughs> it was disgusting. He <laughs> just got gross. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, there like, were some, it was like reminiscent of the fly. It was. Yes. And I was like, come, I mean, this is disgusting. Like, didn't anyone notice this thing? So Yeah. For a while. Um, so I, I thought that that was Gross, it made me feel icky, but I think that was the point, obviously. You know? Yeah, and nothing against um, folks in the New York and Chicago art scene, but I, I think the actors kind of nailed those bit parts um, yeah. about the art world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoever yeah. they were, they were really good. I couldn't tell if it was over the top or like legit. It was no, only some I commentary. Think it, on I think it was legit. Whoever wrote this movie like hung out with some art people and did not like them very much. Yeah. Because <laughs> it yeah. was very... Weird. Well, the screenplay, I think, was written by Peel and the director and that other guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know if they, like, got stuck in a conversation with some, like, pretentious art dudes or yeah. something. Um, so, it says rated R. It deserves the R. Yes. Uh, very violent. It's scary, but... Okay, did you find it scary? Not as scary as the first one. Nope. It was more... just It was suspenseful, but, like, I didn't really care about... Really, I mean, I want to say they weren't good actors, but I didn't get invested in any of the characters. Did you? Yeah. To I me, guess. a scary movie is like I'm afraid something bad's going to happen to someone I like, and like everyone who got aced pretty much deserved. I pretty much deserved it. Right. Seems like. But I was I was invested in the main, you know, the main couple. You were okay. Yes. I didn't. I didn't. The art guy didn't land for me. Well, I was kind of hoping 
without giving anything away. I was kind of hoping that he nailed. He, I don't want to spoil it for you. You liked him. I did as a like character. Him. I mean, the acting performance was actually pretty good. Yes, but and I just, the wife too. I kind of because it, it's a minor plot point, but her dad was an artist. She's an art curator. The dad, you know, gets all caught up in it and had some mental problems. Do we ever figure out what the deal is with that? Was I supposed to know that from an earlier movie or something? Or no, because she's not from. She's the not first from that. One. Okay, so that's just something I they dropped. I think it in. was. It was just speaking to what she went for okay you know that's like a subplot i wasn't sure if it was yeah it was a subplot it was nothing um should we go score style yes why don't you go first man i don't know why i let you do that to me yeah okay so i I did not want to see this movie Uh, i don't like scary movies i didn't i didn't see the first candy man on purpose so and age didn't hit me right so i didn't have the nostalgia although we joked about things in the mirror i didn't want to see it and uh i didn't know what i was getting into I was exceeded my expectations. I enjoyed it. It was a little gross. Like some of the, some of the kills and some of the gross. Yeah, that was Tracy's doing a thing and I can't tell you what it is, but it was just too much for me near the end. Um, but I enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it a seven, seven, five because it exceeded my expectations. I really, and I turned to Tracy right before the movie started. said, why the hell don't they release these in October? This would be a perfect Halloween movie. It really would be. It's not a good August movie, but, I mean, September is a couple yeah. days, so we're getting Halloween season. But it, it is a perfect Halloween movie. But Yeah, because he gives away candy. Yeah, because he's a candy man. Because he's the candy man. So, Sweets for the sweet. So I, I thought that it was uh, exceeded my expectations. It's It's got a little bit of twist to it. It's, doesn't just, it's not made only on blood, which is kind of what I appreciated about it. Um, so exceeded my expectations. Tracy. Um... You know, I think the movie, if it explained things a little bit more, maybe the plot point with the wife. Okay. Um, the movie could have stood to be a little longer without... Padding. Without padding, for sure. Um, and I was vested in the lead characters, and the, the lead lady's brother is hysterical. Um, yeah, okay, he was pretty funny. <laughs> There's so much that we can say about this movie. We go spoiler free here. But we do it spoiler free, and I'm going to give it an 8.25, and I would say I really want to see the first one, and then I want to come back and see this again. Did you get the feels? I did not get the feels. Only Tracy can get the feels during Candy gracious, I did not get the feels. It was better than I expected, and I mean, I definitely liked it better than Paw Patrol. There, there were some, <laughs> there were some dumb choices, but there weren't like the, okay, that was so dumb. You just no one in the world would ever do that. Just like dumb stuff that Tracy and I would not do because yeah. we're smart and we watch a lot of movies. Yeah, <laughs> if you're if you're running away from something that's in a building, don't go in another building. Just stay outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if someone's if someone says like, don't say this thing five times or you'll die. Don't be like, oh, I'm gonna try it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Let me try it. Let's see what happens. So yeah, that, that's kind of dumb, but you don't feel super bad about that. So, yeah. um, when can we see Candyman? Or if before you tell me, do you want to tell me what else we can see at the strain and then build up, or do you know when we're gonna see it? Um, okay, so Candyman today is uh, Sunday the 29th, one fifteen and four fifteen, and then we will have it again next week. I'm guessing on the 15s, but it might be on the 30s, depending on what movies we have. But we are getting Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings next week. Which is kind of my reward for seeing this movie and uh, Paw Patrol. Patrol. 
that is the latest Marvel movie. I don't read reviews, and I try not to read any preview articles or spoilers, but I've been hearing good buzz about it, like legit good buzz, like it's I'm, a good movie. Yeah, same. I've been hearing good buzz about it. I'm not overly excited about this one, and I don't know why, but, um, you know, I'm always up for a Marvel movie. And if they don't want to see an R-rated horror movie, uh, what else do they see? I'm assuming you saw Free Guy and Paw Patrol this weekend? Um... The jury's still out, but my guess is that we will have Free Guy yet another week. Okay. Because it's, it's really doing well. Cool. But next week will be Shang-Chi. We're exci- I'm excited. Yep. And we'll be back on the normal schedule. Yep. Tracy, thank you. Any final words of wisdom about, uh, what was that phrase you said? I didn't, I, he had a catchphrase. Sweets for the sweet. Sweets for the sweet. If Tracy offers you candy, kindly turn her down, apparently. <laughs> that was freaky. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye.